And then there were two. And then there were two. It's an intimate candlelit podstravaganza, extravaganza, all X-Men episode between Bobby and Greg, because nobody else could be bothered to show up this week in our dying, yet still entertaining podcast. We're still here, damn it. In honor of Apocalypse, this is Awfully Salty. like the apocalypse of our podcast it is the apocalypse so, of our podcast that's why it's a good thing we have four people I, it's like it's a rotating cast th- yeah at some point yeah. one day this week not this week but eventually one of us is going to get on without any technical difficulties uh i'm not going to hold my breath <laughs> neither am i like maybe maybe if brian's ever in the near future able to buy a new computer and if joe ever decides to put the show before his gains which I don't want to happen. I I love Joe's gains. It'll never happen. I could stare at his vein. He's all getting more and more that vascular as the as the <laughs> go on. He's reaching Hugh Jackman. Yeah, levels at some point he's of... just going to be one big vein, like throbbing. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! god. <laughs> like that uh, super yeah. penis drawing, yeah. <laughs> that giant Real veiny, veiny motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> god damn! That's uh, that's up. what we should all strive for in humankind. To just be walking, walking penises. I think we've reached that point. Vascular, veiny cocks. I I was recently going through the Marvel movies again just to watch, and like Age of Ultron is just all over Shit. the place. It's all it's over the place. You're like, what yep. is going on? But yeah, that that movie that gave me the. I remember walking to the theater, and I was like, this movie gave me the bare minimum of what I needed to not feel bad about spending my my money yeah. on a ticket. But I mean the bare fucking minimum. Yeah, I, just thank God Cap is around. Ah, oh, thank God the Russo brothers are around. I I can't wait for them to see. Have you seen some of the quotes they've had when people are interviewing them about the script for Infinity They're War? insane. I love it. I l- yeah. They're crazy. They're like doing research on like all these like cosmic physics and like how shit work. I'm like, wow, I didn't I didn't need it to get that deep. But just now I one just do. wrote giant space guy come down very mad. <laughs> Very mad. He gets beat up by six girls speaking Very, Cantonese. <laughs> Crash lands in Seoul, Korea. <laughs> That's not China. Whatever. We're on our way. Close enough. Why are the Koreans speaking Cantonese? I what don't a know. <laughs> and that's that. I actually have uh, in my list of topics uh, coming up. One week we're going to do all your rants on Joss Whedon. Oh, we could be here for a while. But. It's, it's like not even week. like I don't even want to like harass him or like or like drag his name through the mud. <laughs> I just want to sit there and be like, why? What? Like, where yeah. is your brain? Yeah. Like, he has given us yeah. good stuff, and like it's fine. It just and like I wonder how much of it is can get chalked up to the conflict between him and the studio, which was been which has been poorly hidden. Oh since, yeah, totally. Um, since Avengers, uh, but then I just always want to be like, curtain. you realize all the things you do that are technically like you think are against the tropes have become the tropes like killing a main yeah. character everyone knows you're going to do yeah. it joss yeah you should like the second people start having debates before your movies who's joss going to kill you should probably know that it's time to stop killing characters yeah i i just, I just don't i, I want to like have like a paley center discussion with him and be like asia like what is the deal like, what is going on with this <laughs> 
Like, I get it. Yeah, you got like, a fetish man, going on. What's cool? Where are you? But working yeah, out in a bedroom. Like, that's the like, place I don't where, need it anymore. That's private time stuff. I don't need. <laughs> I don't need that in my life, and like no one else needs it anymore. But oh, <sighs> thanks for Avengers, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but he's off, so we can be excited again. It's it's okay. We can come out we, of our shells. We can emerge from the apocalyptic winter. From our cocoons, like Adam Warlock, who will never make it to screen at this point. I've just given up on Adam Warlock ever coming. Yeah, I hope for his for his sake. I hope he really does because I think the Rus if the Russos do it, I have confidence. But if like James Gunn has said so many times that like he doesn't want him and doesn't care, I feel like if someone pushes him to like put him in in there, he's gonna be like, oh well, fuck you. Here he is, yeah. and like he's he's gonna say. <laughs> It's going to be like that. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, it'll just be some kind yeah. of forced introduction. So, I hope not, but. It could always be the Stinger in Guardians 3, and then James Gunn could be like, I'm yeah. out. Somebody it's else's. Very true. Oh, he could yeah. just be like, this is not my, not my problem anymore. Um, yeah. I, uh, whatever. I don't know. I'm still. I'm going to put it out there in the public now because I, I have a podcast, I have an outlet. But I've said for years and years and years now, Michael C. Hall is the dude to play Adam Warlock if they ever. I know he's listening, so Michael, clear your schedule. Michael, start petitioning. Start start putting some product <laughs> in that hair, man. Get some get some start growing out that sweet, sweet Come on, mullet. Man. We know you can do it. <laughs> uh speaking of mullets. Now, now we're uh, talking. <laughs> Are we ever gonna do best hair? Best cinematic? I, I, you hair? guys like joke? I'm ready to go. I, I'm <laughs> I've got a list. I'll just like unravel like a scroll. You have a hoodie on, so I can't see. Did you? Did you still have bucky oh, hair? Oh, it's getting ridiculous, man. It's disgusting. It's getting. I. I was at. <laughs> it's so disgusting. You're oh, it's horrible. It. it like affects me when I sleep because I don't want it, and like it like, <laughs> bugs me every day. And I was out last night with my family, and like they just gave me shit for it all night. But like they uh, don't understand can you, that. Can you pull it back I to don't, a ponytail? I, almost, yeah. I can like. You're. Are you? Are you at Dick get, Grayson we're ponytail? There, like a short nub ponytail. <laughs> It's, oh, it's so God. bad. And, like, it just sucks because I want to cut it, but I never have time. And I don't feel like sitting at the barber on a Sunday morning for, like, an hour because there's 30 people ahead of me. You should just buy your own electric I have razor. one. But my wife my wife doesn't what want me fuck? to buzz it. She wants it, like, trimmed. I used to just... I used, Are I you used to buzz it all the time. Like, I would just go... I would let it grow, shave it all off. Let it grow, shave it all off. You cut you cut your hair based on what your wife She was wants. like, please don't buzz it anymore. I was like, well, you've been with me for this long. I feel like I owe you one. So <laughs> so I'll let you dictate my like, hair. If you don't want me to buzz at all, I won't. You should just get, I'm saying you should get those clippers that have the uh, attachments. I do. They have like different ranges, like oh, one so. through four. And, like, yeah, so just like give yeah, it a four. I might have, I might have to. Know. I'm just like, I'm at my wit's end. And I have to go out. I have to run errands today. And if I decide to go out and I see that the line is there, I'm just going to come up and cut it all off. Like, fuck it. Nope, not doing it. In August, I'm going on a cruise. I found out my, my wife uh, for my 30th birthday. Very nice. Putting me on, on the high seas for the first time in my you life. Never, I've never been on she, a cruise either, so. Yeah, she was she was appalled when she found out that I never met. She was like, what? Yeah. Like, my, my family, like, we went on a lot of vacations when I was growing yeah. up. So, like, we went to, like, cool places. But and she was like, how did you do all this shit, but you've never been on a boat for a week? I was like, I it's kind of it's a weird situation I've never been on one either but it's kind of like a super hit or miss like either everyone everyone who does them loves them or they hate them 
She loved it. I'm a lazy sack of shit, so I'm sure I'll love it because I'll just like sit on the deck all day and get drunk. I that's, um, I can't think of a better way yeah, to do that. So, um, well, so far the best way I did that was doing an all inclusive vacation. Those are fucking sweet because they just bring you alcohol. I, I would, I'd wake up the bar, the poolside bar would open at 10 a.m. I'd wake up and I would order rum punch until I was blasted by one. I've always wanted to do a bar in the pool. That's always the one thing I've yeah. never done, and I've no, always wanted to. That do was it. at the that was the poolside oh. bar. Just like pool. swim casually up to it. It's amazing. Oh, it's such a dangerous thing because I would never stop. Oh, it's a dangerous thing because I'm pretty sure by like noon, half the pool is just oh, piss <laughs> <and drunk> people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just like uh, you're just swimming around in other people's yeah. because nobody wanted I didn't to get even out. Think about that. Oh, I just ruined my life dream. <laughs> I mean, if it's personal, if it's your own pool, then yeah, it's great. <laughs> you you can do whatever you want. You can pee in your own pool. Yeah, if if you're sharing it with thirty other drunk people, though, I, I suggest not going. Ah, oh, <laughs> man. Whatever. I'm still gonna do yeah. it. <laughs> Because by the time you're drunk, you don't yeah. even care. It's probably you're the one peeing, so who cares? It's You're absolutely the one peeing. There are definitely points where you're like, I gotta go really bad, and I feel terrible, so I'm gonna get out of the water, but... When I was a, when that, I was a kid, yeah. someone told me, I forget when, but like, there's a, they're like, don't pee in the pool. There's a chemical that'll turn it bright red, and everyone yeah. will know you peed. I was like, I, wee wee yeah, I, was like, I don't want to do that. that was, I don't want to pee. No, that, was, that wasn't real. That was a thing in Pete and Pete. That was an episode. And of I found Pete. out it was fake. <laughs> I was like, all my life, it's just been a clever ruse. <laughs> you were yeah, terrified. I, like, I mean, it's a, it's a great way to keep kids from pissing yeah, in the pool. I couldn't handle so. that kind of social rejection. That would have been terrible. <laughs> I, one time I was uh, I was at a pool as a kid, and we were cleaning up at the end of the day, and somebody looked at the bottom of the pool, and they're like, what the fuck is that? It's a fucking turd. Oh, the bottom of the pool. Don't float? It's like, not that one. That was like, like a rock. <laughs> what did that kid eat? <laughs> I don't know. They were constipated. Man, <laughs> that that's... Was, Pretty yeah. brutal, but good for that kid. He got it out. <laughs> Can you imagine that being the inside part you? Is... Like the weight of that alone. <laughs> good for him. How did the kid manage to swim? Yeah, we were, the best part is we were pretty sure. Like we did the math, we were pretty sure it was a girl. So I mean, she had to like pull her bathing suit to the side to get that sucker out. She just had to like <laughs> the, the like, logistics <laughs> alone are impressive enough. <laughs> this is the best podcast we've ever done. Oh yeah, we're way off the reservation. <laughs> I love it. Take so speaking of turds at the bottom of the pool. Oh, great segue! <laughs> Ten points for that segue. That was, that was unplanned. Walked right it's into it. Spectacular. This is great because it's like the opening. We're like the start of summer, so we're just discussing summer things. Cruises, <laughs> pooping on the pool, <laughs> terrible blockbusters. terrible blockbusters. Well, this is our this is our our introduction <laughs> to summer podcast. Brian and Joe are going to listen to this later and be like, what the fuck did you do to our show? Well, Michael C. Hall will be listening. He'll be like, I agree with everything you've, you've been saying. <laughs> he'll, be like, he'll be like, I want to guest star yeah. on this show and sponsor he'll, it. He'll be like, look, as someone who has seen a turd in a pool, I can, I can <laughs> definitely comment on this. Uh, all right. So how did you – you wanted to do uh, – we're going to debate worst X-Men movie I feel ever. Like we sh- I feel like we should give it its due diligence and just go go through the list. All of them, like from from best to worst. Yeah, I, I think. Or do you want to just do from slightly worst to definitely worst? Well, let's see. I mean, where do we start? Uh, we could just start with the first X Men. So you want to do a chronologically? Let's do chronologically because it's fun like that. Okay. All right. Um, first X Men. I don't think it's ever going to get the kind of criticism that it kind of deserves now because it's always going to get the credit of being the one that launched. Yes. Fucking it doesn't have like those movies kind of have the ingrained ability to kind of be beyond the criticisms 
nowadays because everyone looks yeah. at a comic book movie now and like is looking to immediately destroy it before it even gets out. Whereas yeah. back then, I mean, this is a, I think it was two thousand. This came out like everyone yeah, was ninety nine two thousand. Yeah, everyone's like, right oh man, the X Men are here, cool. Yeah. But oh god, it's it's okay. We're, I think most people were just happy that it wasn't the shittiest. Yeah, comic. like it wasn't like. You know, Dolph Lundgren's Punisher. Or some yeah, they like came that. out of it like, ooh, thank God, like that was a bullet dodged. That was a decent. Like the other thing is, it fell victim to the same problems that um, it just happened to do it better. But it fell victim to the same problems movies before, where it just kind of happened to be a '90s style action yes. flick with like vague references to these comic book characters and their origins and shit like that. Yep. Um, like they, nobody had that example of how do you go balls deep into this mythology. That that wasn't that didn't happen until the first Spider-Man movie came out. Yes. Um, I would agree. That that was the first movie. I was like, "Fuck it, we're a comic book before we're a movie." Um, we just happen to be moving, but X Men was just like, "All right, how do we take this?" And I, like, it even had that like, do you remember the cheesy line in the Quinjet where like, um, Wolverine's like, "You guys wear these things outside," and Cyclops is like, "Would you prefer yeah, your like that self awareness thing?" Yeah, like it, they, you don't get that anymore. No. Now you get these guys in like full fucking costume, and maybe they updated a little bit to make it work better on screen in like a real world setting, but. The, that's about it, and I feel like if that movie came out now, you'd see it get killed a lot more. You probably see the same thing that's happening with Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. We get we get the same exact reaction that Apocalypse is yeah. getting right now. I will say that it did have some clever. It was also pre insanely ripped Hugh Jackman. This was still the era of like movie making where like your action star didn't have to be a mount. It didn't have to look like Joe. <laughs> so um, <laughs> like you could get away with it but like they they did something and they've never done it in any other X-Men movie and it's always driven me nuts but like they addressed it then when he's he's in the cage match and he's fighting and he's punching people you hear him hitting like adamantium because like he has adamantium fists so that would fucking hurt and like everyone yeah. since has never addressed that and it's always always been the first movie to be like look he can his skeleton is definitely adamantium it's gonna hurt no matter what he does to you and it was it was one of the one of the better moments they did with Wolverine. Um Yeah. I'd say the same for the uh the subway scene. You oh, the subway yeah. scene where Magneto like blew up the train oh, car yeah. and he like just grabs and lifts him up. They never had that kind of moment again after that. I think it's because they were that, that they were it. aware of how slippery a path that could be, because then literally you could just be like, Well, why doesn't Magneto do that every time? And you'd be like, Oh shit. Yeah. Man, Mag- we forgot how shitty of a character Wolverine really is. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> He is a shitty character. He is awful. They're all all the X Men are awful. I'm. Uh, he was uh, he was a lot more introspective in that movie yeah. too than he was in, in subsequent he's a lot, he's sequels. Because like, yeah, there was there was there was this whole thing like he's got this mysterious path and Professor X is the only one who could unlock it and they never really like went down that yeah. path in the in the sequels. They were just like oh yeah he, he remembers you should work out a lot. <laughs> He just woke up one day and was like, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I fought in, like, 16 American wars. Man, I probably caused most of them. <laughs> and then he had, like, he had he had all that shit where, like, he kind of, like, he never really um, rejected his powers after that first movie. Like, he had that thing where, like, he's driving Rogue and she's like, does it hurt when your claws yeah. come out? And he's like, every time. Oh. Let me really... proceed to use them then in every... Never, yeah, let me murder 16 yeah. people wantonly with that. God. He did a lot. Speaking of people who murder in movies, Wolverine. Uh, he murders a, a lot, lot of people. Of murdering. He, he doesn't care. Yeah. Pause. I got to pick up the phone. Damn Hold it. On. Well, so now it's just me. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the solo edition. My. This is my pitch for a, a solo project. 
here on this podcast, we'll be discussing such things as how to properly lay a floor, level, straight, floor. Um, so while he's on the phone, I guess I'll go through the Thor casting. So Kate Blanchett, Jeff Goldblum, Tessa Thompson, and Carl Urban are all confirmed for Thor Ragnarok, which will be the third movie in the Thor trilogy. Probably the penultimate one. I don't think they're going to go back for another one, even though I wish they did. Uh, most interesting of all that is that Jeff Goldblum will be playing the character Grandmaster. If you all are reading and are intelligent, you would know that he is a cosmic character, much like the Collector. And if I remember right, which I probably don't, so how why we need Brian. I think he has one of the stones, one of the Infinity Stones, or like he gambled and lost an Infinity Stone to somebody. Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember how it works. But uh, yeah, he's he's around. Uh, he's a cool dude. Uh, and Carl Urban, he's great. Um, he's playing Scourge, which is kind of, it's not Curse, but like, you know, he's like a bad guy. He carries an axe, if I remember right. But like, he'll beat up Hulk. But I have a theory about this movie, which is pretty great. You guys are all going to love it one day. But it's pretty cool. So I think this is going to be the Planet Hulk movie that everyone wants. Because Hulk is now going to be with Asgard. And Asgard, as we all know, is super strong. So his strength doesn't really mean dick. So they'll probably just have him punch around and be like, Oh, I'm the Hulk, the strongest one there is. I can't, I can't punch this guy. And he's going to be like fuck your shit, and they're going to fight, and that's probably what they're going to do, so, you know, uh, I burped for you, it's a free burp, one time only, I won't do it again on camera, without, without being paid, so that's what's going on on this side of the world, um, well, Brian, I'm assuming, uses his computer made of rocks and sticks to go on the internet, and Joe picks things up and puts them down. But, uh, yeah, um, looking at a picture of Batman right now, looks pretty angry. That was, that was holy shit, that was, was interminable, Bobby. <laughs> I can't wait to listen later to what you said, because I was, like, half listening. I heard something about somebody getting oh, punched, I, and I took cosmic care of, characters. I assume you touched on the stuff that, that Ryan, yeah, that I Brian took care of all that other uh, stuff. Some, some house cleaning. Uh, I took care of it all for us. Oh, fuck. Was really that good. was rough. Did I miss no, any X-Movies? No, Did you talk about X-Movies? Alright, so X-1, I think we agree, it, it kind of falls into its own category now. Like, it's not... Yeah, it's it's serviceable, and, and it's kind of like a relic of history more than, than it is I, a superhero I agree. at this point. So that's where we're at. All right, so X two, um, best X Men yes. movie, the high water mark for everyone that's come since. Uh, I don't know, yeah. not really anything else to say. Probably after, the, after that, like the perfect yeah. night crawler, perfect combination. Of I don't the know team. what kind of movie making cocaine Brian Singer was snorting at this time, but he should have stayed on it because it was fucking great. Yeah. Um, well, I think he got into a groove, and like once he left to do Superman, he just lost it. Like that was, that was it. Uh, Oof. Like I, you, you can't gain back momentum like that. That's not something that you can just like easily the best action with. sequence of any X Men movie made. Oh, um, yeah, with, with the better than better than Quicksilver's oh, and Days yes. of Future Past. I think so. Yeah, you think so. It was they, Quicksilver's moments in Days of Future Past were good, 
but like this, this was like I'm here, I'm Wolverine, I'm here to fuck your shit up, and like, oh, you're talking about that? I thought you were talking about Nightcrawler's oh, White was, House. Oh uh, shit, that was also so good. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. see, like this is what we're, this is how good it yeah. was. We're actually not even, we're just saying the action scene. Damn, that movie opens at like full throttle. Oh, oh yeah, it does. I just watched that opening the other day. I think it was on like FX or something yeah. like that, and ugh. Uh, God, I just I just watched that scene. And oh, I had yeah. to go. X two is definitely the the high bar for every movie, and it was just the second one out of the gate. And there's been like thirty since. Yeah, yeah Alan Cumming just did this amazing yeah. Nightcrawler. Man, it's the same. Killed it's Kurt the same Wagner. Hated the role. He just yeah. hated the makeup. He went, he went through, like, uh, and that's that's a like thing Red in X Men movies. Everybody who gets the everybody who has to put on the blue makeup yeah. fucking hates it. Mystique, Nightcrawler. I'll bet you whoever that kid playing Flock of Nightcrawlers hey, is man. now just that, look. I'm telling you, it. that's a that movie. Hair alone is gonna is gonna be an amazing <laughs> film. Uh, also uh, had the best. Uh, I personally think it, it's hard to ever compete with uh, William Cox in any movie, but he was the best striker. Mm-hmm. And since yes. since then, there's been like 15 strikers, um, which is also a huge problem in the X Men movies that not one cast is ever consistent. Everyone's recast in some type of, of different way. Um, yeah. But easily the best movie they did. It, far and away. Um, Death, like, Death Strike, or whatever the fuck her name was. Oh, God. Blew my mind as a kid. Uh, not much more to be said other than this. Yeah. This it, is it was the, the best yeah. action movie. That's it. The only thing it, it got wrong, which no X movie has gotten right yet, is Cyclops. Yeah. Nobody's done. Well, he's a, a fucking turd, Cyclops so yet because it's he's not a. They, God damn it! I need Jared here to fucking. Yeah, I mean, look, you. you guys are never going to win this argument because I I've for a long time been on record by hating every X Men made. Um, <laughs> the only reason we're having this conversation because you get yeah, the shit on X Men. Like, there's the no, and he's probably of all the X Men ever made, he's the fucking wettest paper bag of all of them. He's horrible. He is such a whining, monotone, single character I've ever fucking met. Well, I mean, he's constantly playing second... If you had to play second fiddle Wolverine your entire life, you'd be fucking whining Yeah, this is also true. But, you know what? Be better better than that, Scott. You suck. And all your weird shit life with, like, your weird kid who's older than you are. I don't (laughs) fucking care. This is stupid. It is... Daughter from an alternate yeah, dimension um, who also might be his girlfriend. Uh, see, this is exactly time. why they suck. Like, just like <laughs> you cannot walk up to someone and say, "Explain the X Men." You there's this really great uh, there's this really great scene, and I think it was uh, Marvel Knights Spider Man. I'm testing my memory here a little, but um, Spider Man goes to the X Mansion for some reason, and that alternate universe Jean Grey is there. And he goes, so who are you again? And she's like, oh, I'm like Scott and Jean's future alternate dimension uh, daughter. And he goes, you know what? Every time tells somebody tells me that my clones are weird, I'm going to send them yeah. here. Good for him. This is fucking, yeah. like, it's just, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. So that's why the X-Men I suck. And that's why these movies by default suck. Um, except X2. Was, <laughs> Which oh, we just got done blowing. Uh, I'm gonna just you're gonna I'm gonna shove another good movie up your ass in like five minutes. All right, but, a secret movie. Is um, this one? I'm but expecting? first, first, let's debate whether X three oh. is the absolute worst or the second absolute <laughs> worst. I'm gonna say the second absolute worst because it, it at least went for something. Like it tried. 
Yeah. Um, I was hoping that you would say it was the absolute worst so we could fight about it. Oh, and not no. Be, I mean, the, the worst but... one is just, un, like, there's no debate. You can't even... <laughs> like, that's... You could argue that's, like, you could argue where X3 is kind of where things started to go off the rails, but... Dude, they referenced those fucking shitty X-Men YouTube videos. Yeah. Like... Once you... He pulled out on the juggernaut, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... Yeah, he I'm really at the did picture it. now. It's just so... <laughs> so all over the and place. And Vinnie Jones had that, like, terrible rubber suit yeah. on to make him look oh, huge. This, this movie was everywhere. And this was also the one where, like, it they forced dead. Storm into, like, a lead role because, like, she... She complained out of this out of X two. She complained that she didn't have yeah. enough screen time. Yeah, and she's still complaining. Still complaining. <laughs> she's still yeah. complaining. Still complaining. And as a result, they were like, "Okay, well, here's this," and they kill off Professor X. Yep. Like what? what? Yeah. They kill. They even... murder Professor X, which led to the worst stinger in probably yeah. any superhero oh, movie ever. Which is weird because for years people were like, they would tell me, "Oh, he's still alive," and I didn't know. Like, I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. Oh, you never saw it? I did see it, but, like, I just wiped it from my brain. Oh, my God. I never acknowledged this movie as, like, actually occurring in my lifetime. That's funny, because I still argue with people to this day about whether or not the chess piece moved right before the credits rolled. There you go. Magneto's sitting there, and he's trying to fucking move. I was like... He definitely moves it. I was like, it didn't move. And everybody tells me it moved. And I'm like, you're fucking wrong. One day, we'll have to have a viewing. I've I've watched it with other people in the room. Like, I don't see it. It it moves. Just my brain just shuts it out. Completely. They just like this. They tried to smash together the Dark Phoenix story, the Hope Saga, and I don't know Wolverine's Big Day Off. Or <laughs> like it was just like a weird blend of movies. This is also the one where Brian Singer pieced because he wanted to do Superman Returns, yeah. so he took James Marsden with him. Yep. So they kill Cyclops off screen. Yeah, in the first like ten, not even ten minutes. I, of the I, movie. Dude, I was so outraged the second that they like said Scott's dead. Ugh, I was, was so I weird. was sitting in the theater and I was just like, what the actual fuck am I watching now? And they tried to have, like, at the end of the movie, they tried to have this, like, shitty payoff where it's like, oh, you see, Wolverine's the only one who regenerates, so he's the only person who can walk through the Phoenix Storm. Fuck you. And fuck your shitty cool, explanation. It was a cool effect to see the skeleton coming away, though. Just no, a horrible movie. It just pissed me off so much because they, they never got a hold on, in these movies, how quickly he regenerates. Like, at yeah. different points, he does it at different speeds. Like, when they need him to do it, like, super-duper fast, like, right there, that's oh, how they yeah. did it. And when it's... they need him to, like, lay in a fucking coma for an hour, they're just like, well, he's in a coma. Oh, yeah. A, it's a total crime of convenience for for Wolverine, who just kind of does what he wants. And then they did, um, like, shitty Angel. Like... Oh, God. And he's, like, taking his wings off with, like, a cheese grater? <laughs> what, what was that? I don't understand what he was going for. That was that. that was Brett Ratner showing up and be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, like he could definitely have found a better tool for that. <laughs> I actually I have a really funny um, X3 story. So the full title was uh, X3, The Last Stand, right? Yes. And one of my wife's favorite things to do with her grandfather was she would pick him up in the afternoon on a Sunday and they would go to the movies together. And they, would, they wouldn't always plan out what they were going to see. Well, so he was like this... 80-something-year-old man, World War II vet, like, really, like, salt-of-the-earth kind of guy. They get to the theater, and he looks up on the board, and he sees The Last Stand, and he's like, must be a war movie. <laughs> so my wife's in there trying to explain to him, no, Grandpa, like, it's it's not a war movie. Like, it's superheroes. Like, you're not going to... He goes, no, 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 that's the one I want to see. 
Okay. Oh, <laughs> they bought two tickets well. and they sat there and watched the movie. And in the middle of it, he turns to her and he goes, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Why are there people flying around? Are you happy, Brett Ratner? You've annoyed veterans. <laughs> Look at what you've done. Like this poor fucking guy. It's just like the most awkward picture in the world in my head. Uh, and, like, yeah. they just went full on with the leather in this one. Like, oh, yeah. Poor Angel. Everyone, like, Angel just can't catch a goddamn break. He's fucking horrible. Did you spoil, what? like, this movie, like, Apocalypse for yourself? Not yet. Okay. I have it on my to-do list. All right. What a fucking horrible character. And I won't, I won't spoil it for you, because, like, has, they do him just as much injustice in this one. He has, like, bird wings and bird bones. Yeah. And that's his character. And then he decides to call himself Angel. Yep. Why don't you call yourself Bird? <laughs> hey, yo, what up, Bird? Hey, what up? <laughs> he would yeah, he shut up. This movie would have immediately got For those who it. don't know, that was a wire. That was a reference to the wire. You should watch it if you don't know. <laughs> it's this man in the courtroom now. Hey, yo, what up, Bird? <laughs> God damn it. So, all right, um, so... Horrible. Yeah, so yeah, just the fucking Even, even Archangel is, is getting the fucking shaft in Apocalypse. God, so bad. Uh, which Archangel is at least a little cooler. He has metal wings. But he also shoots daggers out of his metal wings. Ooh. Metal dagger wings. Take that. Science. <laughs> God damn it. I bring that movie with me for every science debate. All right, so, there's only, so we agree there's only one movie worse than the next three. Which just happens to be the next movie. Uh, yes, it is. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> wow, they really hit a hard slope. <laughs> After, yeah. oh, after X2, they, they went from the high water mark to the low water mark real fast. Yeah, that was a real sharp roller coaster. Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine is the closest I ever came to walking out of a movie theater. It is unwatchably bad. I never had the pleasure of watching this in a movie theater. Mm. To get up and walk out of, I've just always had the pleasure of changing the channel whenever I see it. I, I had my friend talk me into doing it. I went with him and a couple other people. And I just walked out like fucking bright cherry red because I was so mad. I I don't even know where to start with this movie. Uh, it is just. Should we should we start with Wade Wilson blocking bullets with his katanas, cutting them in half? Like what? He cuts a bullet in half. Like at it, first I was like, all right, fine, I'll accept Super Wilson. Like I was I was trying really fucking hard like to oh, not hate man. this movie. Like I was like, all right, the blob's cool. I like the blob. I don't, and I, I don't know what happened after that. I just, no, I don't know. I don't even know where they. And like, then there's the, it's like the the scene where Wolverine is being given fatherly advice in the in the farmhouse by a guy he's likely much older than. Um, and the weird electricity that shoots out of his claws for some reason. <laughs> like, How about the worst special effects shot? That's ever been in like a major Hollywood release. When he's looking at in the farm in the farmhouse, when he's in the bathroom looking at his claws they, in the mirror, they don't uh, even like match up to his knuckles in the right place. Uh, like, there's uh, no that was texture. Definitely, uh, PlayStation One era. Yeah, that was like 3D effects. Who, whoever was in charge in that post house, that was like his first day on the job. He's like, check it out. I did this off a tutorial. That special it effect great. is so bad that it's actually hard to find on the internet. I'm convinced that to this day. There's some fox intern running around somewhere whose job it is just send, scooping all yep, this up, just to send takedown notices to every time that that scene pops I, up. I don't even know, like, and then like you know, then you have the now infamous Deadpool, um, Leif Schreiber, who like for some reason needed the money, I guess, 
but like took this role in another recasting of a character for about the 500th yeah. time in X-Men. Not only that, but like one of the 19 million times Sabretooth's origin has been redone. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, who, at this who point, was the Asian guy? I can't remember. Oh, he was, he was uh, Agent 13 or whatever. Agent, uh, not Agent 13. Agent Carter? Uh, <laughs> no, he's Agent something or other. He's another Weapon X guy. Um, oh. I can't remember his fucking name. I need Brian here. Brian! Yeah. Brian, come back to us. <laughs> Brian's using smoke signals to check his email. <laughs> Poor Brian. He has carrier pigeons flying. Oh, man. What a fucking movie. And, like, the helicopter scene... Oh, the helicopter scene, I knew where it was going from the trailer, and, like, I burst out laughing. I mean, man, what were they thinking with this stuff? Brutal. Brutal, 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 brutal. This was yet another... Yet another striker. Um, I don't... Oh, God damn, this was such a bad movie. MDB X-Men Origins. This movie killed... Um, well, actually, this movie is a good segue into the next movie because a little bit of movie history here. Um, X-Men Origins Wolverine and uh, X-Men Origins Magneto were both in production at the same time. Wolverine just happened to make it out first. Oh. And it was so bad that it killed X-Men Origins Magneto, but that turned into X-Men First Class, which, in, in my opinion, uh, well, is a you know strong, strong movie, number two to X2. In terms of best X Men movies, that is just a fucking awesome I, I movie agree. from beginning to end. They took full advantage of the setting, um, and it was just a fantastic thing. They did a they did a great job as a homage slash callback to the first movie, where like I think it was almost shot for shot they reshot that opening with Eric. Yes, and he's yeah. pulling the gate close to him. I think that I think they almost I don't know if they reshot it or they pulled the footage whatever they did it was like it was damn close. Um, they, it, was, it was it was a nice little uh, homage to where they started, um, and everything. Yeah. His whole his whole oh, Nazi man. hunting uh, story arc was done really really well. And <laughs> I totally forgot they have Gambit in this. Oh, in Origins, he's on he's on the poster for X Men Origins Wolverine, and seconds. he's in the movie for about ten seconds. He was just he was just fan service. Oh. Why can't I find this fucking God. Jesus dude in the IMDb? Gavin. They completely scrubbed him from... Gavin Hood went on to just ruin everything, apparently. What, what did he do? He was the director, so he's done such things as... Ender's Game. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I don't really think that was his fault. I just think that movie took too long to get... Uh, I'll argue that movie is... Bo- I'll argue that that's one of those things that's borderline unfilmable. Yeah, it, I think it just... It took two... Just, if it got made, like, 20 years ago, people would have shit themselves. But that twist was, like... It, it just becomes really, yeah. really... Um, it's it's a trope at this point. It's not something that's going to blow anyone's mind. Hmm. Eye in the Sky is very well rated. Don't know what it is, though. Oh, it's that... It's that movie with... Uh, the dead guy. What is? I have no Eye idea. in the sky. It's like a new, I think it's a new movie. If it's about like drones, like the drone war or something with Helen Mirren. It's it's weird. Um. Oh God, Agent Zero. Yeah. That's what that's what it is. Yeah, there he is, Agent Zero. I knew it was Agent oh, boy, something. What a name. Agent. Let's just call, just call him Agent, Agent Carter. 
be done with it. Oh my, I forgot um, they had like oh. young. I'm looking through this IMDb right now. I forgot they they ruined young Cyclops and young Emma Frost. Like yeah. they really tried to. Yeah, they went for it. They went for. They really everybody. tried to make this like a, a separate timeline, like like first class became. And then they try to do that like awkward historical time into like Three Mile Island, mm-hmm. uh, like. Oh God, I don't even know. But like in the real Three Mile Island incident, none of this stuff. <laughs> like, there's not a collapse. Jesus. So yeah, worst movie period. ever made. Um, period. But it did give us a segue to a kind of soft yeah, reboot first class. that we got, I want to say almost 10 years after the fact, in Days of well, Future Past. Well, first class. I mean, no, I think uh, it was first class. four or five years, because it was 11 years between first class and Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, God, was it really? <laughs> it's like dog time. Jesus. Uh, yeah, my God. So first um, class is, I think it's, you just say it's the second best X-Men movie, easily. And, like, if you catch me in a yeah, day where I'm in, like, easily. a really pumped-up mood, I'll tell you it's better than X2, and I will fucking fight you about it. Um, it has its moments, for yeah. sure. It has Kevin Bacon. Um, that's an extra three points right there. Well, I mean, I yeah, think the only thing that's holding this movie so. back is the shitty interpretation of Emma Frost. And... And Mystique. Mystique. Oh, God, that hairpiece. Oof. And the make... Yeah, that was the worst hairpiece in makeup and, ever. Yeah, Emma Frost was out there. I don't understand that one. That was, yeah. like, such a forced character. She was like, oh, also, you can do this and this, and I have no point in this movie. I think it's just January Jones. Um, January Jones just does uh, that. She's so stale. She was sleep. Wasn't yeah, she sleeping with someone? Not, oh, you not mean in real life? Like, name like, mud, uh, like, January Jones? In this movie, she... Yeah, like, how she got in the movie was that she was, like, sleeping with either the producer or um, Matthew Vaughn. I don't, I don't know, know anything about this. Which... But, oh, man. Yeah, she's really the only major blemish. She's so wooden, man. She, like, she's awful in everything she's in. Oh, yeah. They have a telepath. Ah. I I don't know what to do here. (laughs) (laughs) That was, like, her entire scene. That's, I don't know. If if they got, if they had uh, either omitted her entirely or gotten it right, then, um... It could probably score bigger points, like because they've just they, they, yeah. that started this whole thing, which I feel like they're probably dropping with Apocalypse because Brian Singer reasons. But like where where they've tried to interweave yeah. the X Men into like real life social socio political uh, moments, which is kind of where they're best, uh, but not as just like generic yeah. big action pieces. Um, but I feel like Apocalypse is kind of getting back to that, which is not necessarily a good thing in this day and age. I agree. I think a little bit more of an intimate, like, story and setting. Like, I mean, the X-Men are ultimately about, like, being outcasts and, like, a subtle, you know, version of, you know, racism and all that <laughs> shit. And to, like, sub- subvert that storytelling by, like, having a building fall down and be like, good job, the X-Men were here. Is like a total waste of who they are. It's more like fuck you guys, um, but we just saved like a million people. But you're fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, get on the back of the bus, you weirdos! Like, damn it, <laughs> uh, damn it! It's just <laughs> damn it. They're right. <laughs> We're weird. We should stop saving people. It's shit. We'll, we'll never be appreciated. Um, I love the fucking scene in the uh, in the, he goes to like. 
I wish that part of me wishes that this movie stopped right at this scene and became this other movie. But when he goes into yes. the bar and, exactly and like, like if it just became Magneto Nazi Hunter, I would have this movie would have won a fucking Oscar. I think, like this movie would I think if I'm gonna I'll I'll put some fucking conjecture out there for the world to talk about for our, for our five listeners to talk about I think if yes. Origins Moore. Wolverine didn't do horribly that would have been the rest of the movie uh, like, yeah. if you look at the way it was kind of laid out up until that point that was totally doable right there oh man oh, that was such a good fucking scene and like I, I just I love this neutral Magneto that's in the, the first yeah. class timeline like he's not this like totally evil, you know, dude. He's, he's just like, all right, he's well, this is cool, thing. this is fucked up, and, like, he just, he passes judgment from issue to issue, like a normal person would. Yeah, it's hard to now draw that parallel between the Fastbender Magneto, who's kind of, like, this neutral guy, like you said, like, is out for just getting what's yeah. his, and, like, the Ian McKellen Magneto, who's like, mutant and proud, leave <laughs> the, the children to death. That's a, that's like, a decent... Ian McKellen right there. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm working <laughs> on it. Um, it's my. I'm trying to get a Ian, Ian McKellen biopic. <laughs> it's gonna be huge. Um, it, it's they, they never they never do a good enough job of properly showing like any like any doing any footwork saying like hey Magneto could eventually be this guy. It's just like Michael Fassbender was an angsty mid 30s guy who hated everyone in the world, and now he's Ian McKellen here to bring mutants yeah. together. I don't like it was weird. Yeah, but. He kills Nazis super he's great. He's awesome really at good it. at that. I, I would say that bar scene is the superhero movie equivalent of the scene in uh, Inglorious Bastards where uh, Christoph Waltz at the, in the very opening. Oh, like, it's so tense. It's very similar. There's a lot of parallels to be drawn there. Oh, so good. I, I agree with that. That was a great... It's just like, it's one of the better... Like, each X-Men movie seems to have, like, one moment that you can yeah. pull from it, except for Wolverine and X3. They're just like, oh, man. X3, you can really... try. Um, oh, I mean, God. you'd really you'd really oh, just you... end up with that one scene where Wolverine's walking towards Phoenix, but... Yeah. How about the scene where Magneto brings the bridge across Shut the Shut up. Bay? How many times has the Golden State Bridge been destroyed in the last, like, ten years in movies? Yeah, I, I assume... They just have to give up with that bridge. Make it a tunnel. <laughs> it seems, seems so much easier and safer. <laughs> in movies, anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, like dude, nobody, nobody wants to destroy New York City anymore after nine eleven. So, yeah, so that was like <laughs> Golden State. They don't want to go there. Fucked. <laughs> Sorry, San Fran. <laughs> oh God, uh, makes a lot of cut. Huh? <laughs> They've done everything. Uh, um, all right, but yeah, oh, that fucking scene yeah. alone was was so fucking. Yeah, good. it had the the great moment where Magneto gets his helmet. Like they did yeah. Banshee well. Who the fuck does Banshee well? Matthew yeah, Vaughn. He's like a weird, like, he's like a weird fucking annoying ginger. That's and he still liked like, him. Oh, he just yeah, he can just scream slash fly. They killed their their shitty made up mutant like in Act Two, which was great. Yeah, Darwin dead. Boom. Oh, uh, they had Zoe Kravitz as a stripper. Great work there. Uh, who had weird wings? <laughs> I mean, so sometimes you gotta just earn those tips. <laughs> Bust out the wings. Hey, man, he, you gotta. They gotta do what they gotta do. One of do, the greatest you know? Wolverine cameos in anything. Period. Yes. Oh man. That that might go down as the greatest use of the one f bomb you're allowed 
in PG thirteen movies ever. Easily, easily one of the one for of the those, best. For ways those to who don't it. know uh, the way the ratings board works, if you're for your movie to be rated PG thirteen, you can't use the F word more than once, and that was their one use of the F word, and it was perfect. It. And, like, the best part is they never advertised no. it. Like, it came out at all. Totally surprised the shit out of me. And you can tell by the way it was done. Yep. It was done on, like, a very closed set with, like, a very few amount of people to minimize the chances of a leak. Mm-hmm. I saw that I saw that movie twice. And each time in the movie theater, it was the exact same reaction. Everyone was like, what? <laughs> like, no one saw it coming. Fuck off. Which is kind of, like, kind of upsetting because they kind of ruined that moment for Apocalypse by putting him in the trailer. Yeah. And they could have easily had so, that. Like, I don't think anybody was talking about... People were saying, oh, will he pop up? But just because yeah. they're so used to it. But nobody knew it was going to happen. Um, yeah. I, I didn't think he was going to yeah. be in it at all. But one thing that was a sweet surprise, like, I ruined for myself by reading a review. Uh, I, don't wanna, I don't know if I want to ruin this for you if you don't know it. You can ruin it. I don't, I'm not really... He's in that whole scene. Spoiler world. Spoiler alert, everybody, for Apocalypse. He's wearing the uh, Weapon X helmet through that scene. Oh, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. That is pretty yeah, good. I just, that makes I, that me I don't slightly happier. <laughs> but yeah. I, I still don't oh. want to see this movie. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know. Oh, man. I, it's just like, they went with such a weird direction by like focusing on J-Law and like Mystique. Well, they felt like they and had again, to get their like, money's worth. Because yeah, you don't forget, when First cool. Class came out, she was not a big name yet. Like, yeah. I remember distinctly walking out of that theater and being like, man, it's a shame they did such a shitty job with her because she's actually a really good actress. And everybody I was with was like, what the fuck are you talking about? She was atrocious. I was like, no, she needs to fire her agent because she's not. she has not gotten a good role yet. But she is a good actress. Yeah. Old cat And since then, green. Hunger Games came out. Then Silver Linings Playbook came out. Then she won an Oscar. And I was like, fuck you guys. I was right. Yeah. She was like, suck my money, bitch. Yeah. My money. That's what I call um, my dick. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> A reasonable Call name. The money. Yeah, so we have X Men First Class is definitely the second best of the X Men movies, mm-hmm. uh, and then again in classic X Men fashion, they decided to go dip back into the well. well. They decided to get Brian have... Singer back, which made this this is where stuff started to make no sense to me from a production side. Like the yeah. other stuff, I understand like taking risks, trying something. If you're not really a comic book person, you know the MCU hadn't like hit the Avengers point yet, so yeah. And kind of let it go. But you had a successful reboot. I think they weren't happy with the, the financial returns on First Class. Wow, this was a full year before the Avengers. Is that what it was? I don't have the yeah, timeline 2000... in front of me, so. Wow. Like, they, I mean, they were building team movies for years before this happened. Like, I mean, good on them. It's the one thing I can never kill Fox for is, like, they went there. They, they, they tried. Like, they like, that's why when, I don't understand these people who are like, give the X-Men back to Marvel. I'm like... They're fine. No. They're fine where they are. Yeah. Just fucking leave it. Uh, every once in yeah. a while, you just got to put up with a shitty apocalypse or something like that. But like, I just don't think they were happy with the financial return for first class, and they decided to hook back up with Brian Singer. And Days of Future Past was okay. Yeah. But it well, oh, we actually we skipped over one. Oh, the Wolverine. We skipped over the Wolverine. It's. I think that says everything you uh, can say. It's, which, yeah, it's like a wasted effort. Like, it just seems like a, a sidestep as, like, they're building momentum. And then there's like, oh, also the Wolverine came out. Um, I can't think of anything from this movie that I can, like, recall being really good. The only thing I can think of was actually a scene that was cut out of the movie. Um, at the very end, they had a scene where one of the characters, I can't remember what the fuck her name was. She, she meets him on the plane that he's taking to leave Japan, mm-hmm. 
and she go and she gives him she leaves him a gift and it's uh, uh in a suitcase and uh you know they have that like tacky line where she's like oh they call you whatever in Japanese she's like what does that mean it's like means Wolverine so she walks off yeah oh that, that was the oh movie. was it okay so this, so this yeah. was just a yep. shot within that scene um she yeah. leaves him this briefcase and when she leaves he opens it up and it's the classic yellow and blue Wolverine suit and like yep. if that was in the actual movie I would shit myself and they where where was that like did someone have that in their Japanese closet I don't know they like, made, they made it for him like that's the give it to Tula Wolverine the they, they made him his Wolverine warrior suit and they asked the director I forget his name it's the same guy that's doing X3 I think or Wolverine 3 James James Mangold James Mangold thank you uh, they asked him later why did you cut this out like this was awesome and, he, and I understood his answer but I still wish he left it in as like a big F you to singer or something uh, he said, I didn't want to saddle the next director with having to uh, put him in the suit because I decided. Well, that's a, you know what? If no one's going to force the issue, then God damn it, do yeah. it. Like, put him in the fucking yeah. suit. And, like, he's, Hugh Jackman's going to retire without ever donning the yellow and blue outfit. Nope. Exactly. He's going to go straight to the old man Logan, like, j- leather jacket and, like, gray yeah. hair. That's like. a shame because we got such great yellow and blue stuff. It's like, Brian Singer is the only one that doesn't want to touch color. He's the yeah. only fucking it's... one. Matthew Vaughn did it. James Mangold yep. tried to do it. And fucking uh, Deadpool did it. it I think uh, Brian Singer kind of is, at the end of this movie, is like finally embracing it because you have like that, that glamour shot of all of them in costume. Really but like, even so. then, the costumes are like super... They're like really muted. Colors. I'm really hoping Apocalypse is his last X Men hurrah, but it seems like he's going to do the next one because he keeps talking about um, doing finally doing the Phoenix story that he wanted to do. Yeah. So no oh, fucking God. luck there. I hope they've not. been uh, be saying awful. that the next one will be in the 90s and that. Um, I love how they're just decade going. by decade. Yeah, <laughs> like decade I, I love how we've spent 30 years with these characters allegedly, and yeah. like. They've barely aged a day. <laughs> yeah. At some point, they're going to actually catch up to the actual X-Men movie. Like, at what point, what are you going to do then? Well, they're just going to say Which it's an alternate be- timeline because of Days of Future Past, and I'm okay with that. I think it would be great if they just reshot, if they just took the original X-Men movie and then just in- inserts of, like, those characters, like, in the background. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Uh, we made I was it. hoping that after Days of Future Past... Uh, ending scene that we'd get uh, something with the original cast but it just doesn't look like it's gonna yeah. happen yeah if they like reunited just or something one, just like give a, me one good fucking movie with a real cyclops and maybe like an off broadway reunion <sighs> that'd musical. be cool I'd see that I'm the X-Men <laughs> Brian will um, uh, write the, the music for it yeah and then in between, you know, we have these, like, you know, we have X-Men First Class, then you have the Wolverine in between, then Days of Future Past. But sneaking in, in between Days of Future Past and Apocalypse, is the indie film Deadpool. Uh, are we going to count that as an X-Men movie? Uh, I got to count. I mean, they, he literally says the X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> and there are two X-Men in That's it. all the studio could afford. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, everyone's lo- everyone loves it. Can't, you know, you can't knock it it's changed the mold yeah. of r-rated movies and it's where superhero movies stand uh brian reynolds finally got his movie yes um, and he's definitely getting a sequel oh speaking yeah. of the sequel did you see the cast yes i did Dolph motherfucking 100%. lundgren as cable that's that. better than liam neeson yeah. did you hear who the other one was no. too ron perlman for for fucking cable 
Oh my god. Ron, Ron Perlman is offering he's like, I'll be cable. And like there I I think he's had conversations oh, with the please, studio. Oh please, about please, it. please, please, please. I've ne- there's so yeah. many good choices for cable and like everyone yep. is better than the last. I know. Every week I'm like, this is better and like it's like Alzheimer's. I get to the next one, I'm like, oh that's <laughs> Like, oh, this can't be bad. At first, I saw Dolph Lundgren, and I was just like, but Liam Neeson. And then I thought about it for all three seconds. And I was like, this is so much better. I need yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Man. Oh, but I love I Ron like, Perlman, too. Incredible. Yeah, Ron Perlman would, would change the game. I would love it if he showed up as uh, Hannibal Chow, and he was like, has anybody seen my goddamn arm? Because <laughs> uh, that leads us to Apocalypse, which is kind of out. Uh, it, oh, I mean, it's out. It's definitely yes. out there in the world. You can see it can today, right, right now. now. I thought it was exchange this American Friday, made currency. But I don't really know. Oh no, you might be right. Maybe we're coming to you from Maybe the future. Maybe these are our in days a future, future timeline. Yeah. Um. Very very <laughs> mixed reviews. Um, which seemed very evident from the get go about yeah. this. That looked like they bit off a little yeah. more than they could. I say. was actually. Only cautiously optimistic when they announced that Apocalypse was going to be the next one. Yeah, to your credit, you did call yeah. this because that's that's um, just and you know you, we just highlighted it by going through every single movie. Box has a very up and down kind of track record with the X Men. Like I think they should keep them because the good movies are really good, but the bad movies yeah. are really bad. Um, there's not a whole lot of in between. And no, uh, you're right. You yeah. got to kind of like. You gotta take they, your lumps they were definitely, and since Deadpool was a hit, they were definitely due for a bad one. Because before yeah. this, they had First Class. They were ripping them off. First Class, Days of Future Past, Deadpool, three in a row. You're due for a bad one. And if anyone's going to deliver a bad X-Men movie, it's going to be Brian Singer. Um, yeah, I just don't know why. Like, he's like he was insistent on coming back after First Class. Maybe because he wanted to cash they, in. No, or... they hooked up with him. It was Fox that reached out to him. Because they weren't, really? I'm telling. There was something that they weren't happy with with first class. I think it was the money. I think they didn't make as much money as they wanted to. It made a profit, but it wasn't like this massive fucking hit. Yeah, Man. because it was a little like, weird. If you if you look at it from like the outside, you're like, okay, so it's the X Men, but it's during the Cold War, and there's a couple of weird like, where's Wolverine and where's fucking Cyclops? Yep. Where's all the the team members we're used to? Um, it just it wasn't a classic X Men movie in in the uh, cultural conscious conscience kind yeah. of way and uh, I think that hurt it in the long run and, and you know fucking nerds like you and me and Brian and Joe will will blow it but you know uh, Ayo Bird on the corner is is gonna be like yeah. yo dog they didn't even have fucking Wolverine in this movie the fuck kind of X-Men movie is it with no Wolverine Bird is got to have like Wolverine this is America it's America <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just I'm yeah. I'm glad that we have. I'm glad that we have things like Deadpool and you know First Class to fall back on because it kind of lessens the blow of how bad Apocalypse is. But at the same time, um, Ryan Singer's going to come back and do Phoenix Story. Like what the fuck? That's one of the things I hate the most about the X Men is that there is no actual villain and there's no story to them. It's just like oh, the Dark Phoenix is here again, and like. They're always dipping into that well because it's the only thing. It's the only thing you can truly escalate it to. Well, the 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 big comment um, when the guy I forgot his fucking name is it Simon Kinberg? Is that the producer? Yeah, I think um, 
He's the, he's the head of I Fox, think so. isn't he? That sounds about right. But when yeah. they were asking him when about you know where the setting's going to be, he said the 90s. But the thing he also said, which I thought was interesting, was that they want to start doing some of the cosmic X-Men shit. So like Corsair? Yeah. I don't even know if they have the rights to Corsair. I think Corsair's ambiguous. He's one of those, like, he falls into the same realm that, like, the twins do. I could live with that. I, I would like to see that, but, like, at the same time, not if Brian Singer's helming yep, it. Yep, that's the thing, and he's going to helm it. Like, uh, yeah, he gave us X-Men, and, like, you have this vision, but it's not working. Nope. Like, we need someone who's, like, a legitimate X-Men fan to come on board and be like, here's your badass Cyclops, here's your yeah. socially Ooh. fucking distant Wolverine, you know, here's... <laughs> Borderline Here's Asperger's your future Wolverine. alternate dimension Gene Summers... Uh, yeah, I like. Like, I need somebody who's gonna do that and do that. Here's your decent Kurt Wagner. Uh, I've never yeah. heard of Jubilee in my life. Um, <laughs> oh, Gambit will die in the first ten minutes. <laughs> if anything, that's why I want to see this movie because I want to see these awesome like '80s characters, even not in their weird leather body yeah. armor pieces, like in their actual costumes and all that shit. Yeah, like they they gave Psylocke the costume. Ugh. That's like that was the one that was the one fucking costume he got right in that whole movie. Yeah, because he was probably like, we need to show her butt as much as possible. <laughs> all right, yeah. so that's our segue into um, reading some bad reviews. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, just, I, I tried. I tried to retitle this segment "Salt in the Wound." I don't know if anybody likes that, or if they, everybody thinks it sucks. But we're trying to come up with a title for this now. Instead of reading bad reviews, yeah, someone just the title for us. I, I know at least Joe wanted to have a title for it. Well, Joe also owes us like fifteen character drawings, so That's you know true. what? God damn it! When you show, uh, when you show me what you need. On a on a side note, I just I, I started redesigning the logo myself because I was just like, this temporary logo has been temporary for far too long. Yeah, Joe, what the hell, man? Um, but anyway, um. All right. Do you want to start with a review, or do you want me to start? Oh man, <laughs> you start with one because I'll bring. I gotta bring mine up again. I close them out. All right. Wenle Wenle Ma of News.com.au. I got an, an Aussie review here. It says lacking the fun, chemistry, and emotional stakes of its predecessors. This X-Men installment is decidedly second class. Oh. Yeah, I love to play on words. Like there's, there's a lot of actually. I, I skipped a few of them. Like I didn't put all of them in here, but there were a lot of people drawing comparisons to First Class and saying none of this is as good as First Class. Uh, yeah. So I think I think there were more people at large that liked it. Just most people didn't see it. Yeah, that's the biggest problem. Oh God. <laughs> so this one's from Todd McCarthy, Hollywood Reporter. Oh, God. Um, which is it's fairly mundane. I'm gonna come in with the softballs while you while you hammer in the real nail drivers. <laughs> okay. Despite the undeniable presence of a huge amount of action, X Men Apocalypse is decidedly a case of more is less. He Ooh. Didn't, he didn't like it. I agree though. Like uh, No, you said it if, perfectly before. Like X Men is works best when it's not like these huge set pieces yes. where it's just like you know, it's them dealing with intimate like one-on-one situations. But. Yeah, because it's an ensemble. It's it's strongest as an ensemble because that's yeah. what it's supposed to be. Exactly. A little ensemble story. Uh, Adam Woodward of Little White Lies 
Yes. And I want I want to put this one in context because that's the only way it makes sense. Batman v Superman came out this summer. So in that context, he says, simply put, one of the worst comic book movies ever made. Oh, man. Holy shit. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, you literally watched a fight between two super people and with their mother having the same name, but somehow this was worse. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, though. <laughs> it's, it's nice when they keep it simple sometimes. Yeah. Oh, God. You have anything else? Or you want me to move on to the next one? Uh, I had one, but I, I must have lost it in my collection. Keep going. I got to dig okay. mine back up again. So Tasha Robinson of The Verge oh, says, God. "Simply put, you can't play a symphony with a single note." That's again <laughs> hitting on how fucking boring this thing is. It's all about like apocalypse destroying monuments. Yeah. Oh, Which Mike, that's probably Mike what? Ryan of Uprox has. Woe is to be a mutant. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Poor dude. Oh, that's so sad. Because it's probably just it's probably all the mopiness and like all the catness. I mean, mystique uh, of it all. Poor the guy. hunger men. <laughs> terrible, just terrible. Yeah. Uh, okay. What else we so got? In uh, in reference to um, the titular villain uh simon mirado of student edge says it's the oscar isaac you love only without his face eyes voice temperament or screen presence oh well <laughs> damn it yeah i feel like he was totally wasted oh he, well you could just cg him yeah or that like they mastered this effect in lord of the rings fucking 15 years ago yeah like sizing actors you know, comparatively to each other. And you're telling me now they can't do it? Like, you have to put Oscar Isaac himself in, like, really shitty makeup? You a know, lot of the promo material looked better than the actual final um, character design. Yeah. Like, in the promo material, they, like, whited out his eyes, and, like, they gave him more, like, the wires along his face and shit. Like, he just, he looked a lot better. Apocalypse. In some of that shit. He never even said the damn words. Which ones? Apocalypse. I just what? want. I think in my in the back of my mind, I've just always wanted the 1990s cartoon apocalypse, but I guess we'll never get that. I think I think we all did in some shape or form. So Brian Truitt of USA Today says the latest X Men movie, the latest movie in the X Men franchise is just X Men. Oh, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like Ben Nicholson's just to the point. Easily the most incoherent and irrelevant of Brian Singer's X Men movies. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. That's really sad. And that actually brings me to the perfect wrap-up for this. Uh, Roger Moore of Movie Nation just says, enough already. <laughs> that's, that's his whole review. <laughs> oh, God. He's just, he's sick of it. He's done. Poor enough man. already. Jesus Christ. Uh, I have to see this movie because uh, my favorite X-Man, Cyclops, is back, and he's actually in part of the movie. God. Um they're starting to introduce the Phoenix again. Uh, Man. So it's like, how do I skip it? What a twist. But at the same time, it's just like, mm, this one's going to hurt. I'm not oh, going to like it. The Phoenix saga? No way. What a what an unforeseen turn. Well, it got done shitty enough the first time where I can forgive it a little bit. When I saw I that just... coming out of the water, I thought it was a lobster. 
You're a fucking idiot. At the end of X2, I was like, what is this angry lobster? We had, we can't, we've been teasing for like a month now that we're going to do Brian Saves the Turd Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. edition. Yeah, but Only then, for Brian to turn around last week and say, forget it, it's unsavable. Only to watch the scene now and go, never again. Uh, I like how the finale was so bad, even Brian's finally like, all right, I give up on the show. Thank God, because you know what? I don't need him to keep justifying the, this show's existence to me. Yeah. I'm glad he tried really hard. I'm glad he's finally been like, you know what? Fuck it. It's all we, tr- we tried pretty hard to justify watching it. For no a while. one will ever accuse anyone in this show of not trying because, god damn it, we gave that show a fucking go. We gave it a season and a half. Yeah, we gave that the old college try. That's that's 50% of the, the show that's out now. What a fucking horrendous piece of shit. Just watch the CW, do what they're doing. Yeah. The more I, you know, I've started watching um, Arrow. And just in my mind, thinking of it literally as Batman, and it's makes about, sense. I'd give it like a twenty five percent more enjoyable rating if yeah. you just think like, yeah, he's he's the universe's Batman. Yeah, makes sense. Like he has he has his Oracle. He's got his Bat family. Except you know, he's got all his gadgets. I listened to a really good um, argument on another podcast. I'll plug them, even though like nobody on this nobody listens to this show. Yeah, uh, called My Comic Shop History, um, where they were. Uh, they brought up that exact argument and they were talking about being faithful to the characters. And they were like, well, you know, my green arrow is like this super left wing socialist for the people, uh, uh, street level hero. But if you look at the, the real roots of the character, when he first, first, first showed up, he was literally just Batman in a green fucking costume. So how far away from being faithful to the character are you really getting? They are being faithful to him just in a different, Time period. Yeah, uh, that first episode, that first season of Arrow, was like just Batman, straight up. Yeah, yeah, it really, it really was just Batman Begins, like in, yeah. in many, many, and like since then, only more ways because now we know Malcolm Merlin was uh, part of the League of Assassins. It's only, and he actually was Ra's Al Ghul for like twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh man, it's only worse. Next week. Uh, Pretty sure Arrow's finale is this week too, right? I know the Flash is. Uh, the Flash is, is finale is this week. Yeah, My so, Arrow must be. Legends of Tomorrow was um, last week, so next week we should just do CW finales. Make that like one big segment. I'm just gonna randomly cold watch the season finale of Legends of Tomorrow and see just how it holds up and without discuss context. it without any context. Yeah, <laughs> should have go for it. I don't care. I Arrow, Arrow. I think I'm like two or three episodes behind, so I should be able to pick it up pretty easily. I'm, I'm um, a few episodes behind on Arrow. The last thing I watched, spoiler, don't fucking listen if you're not caught up on Arrow, uh, was the episode after Laurel died. So, like, solid. Quentin is still, like, not really accepting the fact that she's she's seriously dead. Well, like, I just, I, I actually kind of felt bad during that scene where he calls, like, Nisa, and he's like, so uh, what else should I bring her? You know, after we dip her in the Lazarus pit, she's like, ah. We're not doing that. Mm, this is awkward. <laughs> uh, I gotta go. I'm going in a tunnel. <laughs> I'll fight back. And the only one I'm like legitimately caught up on, and I find myself wanting to keep watching, is Flash. We should do that as an episode. We'll pitch season three of Flash. We could do that as part of next week. Pitch yeah. season three of Flash, season four, five of Arrow. Five, yeah. And uh, we'll say what we want the big Supergirl crossover to be. Yeah, next week one of the topics will be. Uh, CW. CW. Yeah, the CW verse. And uh, we'll review the season finales and, and talk about where we wanted to go. I think we can uh, do that. 
I think we can do it. On that note, follow Jared's awesome note-taking abilities. Also, happy uh, birthday, Jared. Oh, Jared's birthday? It's Jared's birthday today. This was Jared's special happy birthday episode. We did it, Jared, just for you. Which he won't listen to. We wrapped... Uh, this is from all of us. <laughs> Except Joe and Brian. They have to get you something. Yes. This is our gift to you. Uh, but you yeah. owe us five bucks for this gift. Yeah, uh, shipping and handling. So, <laughs> pay up, cheapskate. Uh, follow his awesome Twitter musings on our uh, Twitter account, uh, at SaltyPod. And follow us on Facebook. Or, uh, we're Awfully Salty. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on, like, iTunes and, like, Google Play Store. And we're on Stitcher now. Stitcher? Even, yeah. Did you, do you know what Stitcher is? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> if you're, like, super into podcasts, you know what Stitcher is. It's basically, like, a, a giant podcast network. Like, they they only do podcasts. They send you suggestions and shit like that based on what you already like. We really need to do a video game topic again soon. We've been doing yeah. a lot of comic book and movie shit. I wanted to do the Battlefield 1 Call of Duty trailer debacle. But oh, we ended up skipping last week because yeah. nobody could make it. Well, Overwatch is next week, too, I think. Oh, is that released next week? Uh, 24th, so yeah, it's got to be next week. All right, we should do that, yeah. too. We'll do Overwatch, and we'll do uh, Battlefield 1 versus Call of Duty Infinite. This is... Stay tuned, guys. I like yeah. when we're just adding shows, but, like, just bumping. We're like, we'll do that one next week. We'll that one. Also, we'll <laughs> you should that see one. my list of, like, shit that we've pushed back. I have this massive note in my phone. Someday, we'll, we'll get to yeah. these shows. Well, if if we didn't have jobs, we could do like multiple ones a week, and this wouldn't yeah. be a problem. Like well, just every time we hit a certain number of topics, we'd just hop on. If but, some dicks on the internet would just give us money, give us money, people. Give we us money. Do more shows. I want to do shows. I don't want to go to work. All right. On that note, I got to go to work. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.